welcome to episode number three of the Monetizing Knowledge podcast. I'm Mel Telesekin and I'm your host and today's episode is with Tice Cobb. He's the head of marketing at Business Depot. He's a B2B marketer, inbound marketing specialist and a content marketing enthusiast. Today I talk with Tice. I could talk to Tice about multiple elements of this business, how they monetize knowledge, but we're going to talk today about the events. What they do is they bring in uh, specialist speakers, expert speakers to their venue and to bigger venues as well. And they've created this enormous community um, and they do it across a variety of ways. So today we're going to talk about events specifically, how they work, what's worked, what hasn't, um, and the benefits uh, for them. So really worthwhile because events is one of those things that are normally a bit of a tricky one to get started it requires a bit of manpower but people people power to get things going so tune in though because it seems to be a very worthwhile initiative for them they're very well known in the market here so hope you enjoy the show with Tice let's get it started Welcome to the show, Tice. Good to have you. It's great to be here, Mel. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get into how your business, the business you work for, a big part of actually monetizes knowledge, can you give me a rundown on what Business Depot actually does? You're a big, big firm. Tell me about it. That's right. And firm at Business Depot is actually classified as a swear word. It is too. I forgot about uh, that. Put a dollar in the jar, please, Mel. Business Depot is essentially a marketplace for businesses. We offer services uh, from accounting to uh, legal, to strategy and, and, and coaching, uh, tax, super, and, and the list goes on. So the business was actually built on the foundations of, of an accounting firm. And then it's evolved into, um, as I said before, a marketplace for businesses and accounting just happens to be one of those services that we offer. Yeah, so they're in downtown Brisbane in New Farm in James Street, nice little location you've got here. And you've created this environment of being able to be almost like this sort of full solution for business owners where you offer the accounting services and all these other avenues as well. Um, And then you've got your broader collective as well where you bring in additional people to that too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we don't pretend to be the experts on everything. That's why we have our collective members who are the other businesses, people that we know, like and trust who we've partnered with um, to deliver upon the services that we can refer to should we need to. Yeah, great. So I got you to come on the show today, Tice, because I see you guys distributing your knowledge and your expertise. And when I talk about you, I mean your collective, your the people that you have part of your collective, all of the professionals that actually work under the Business Depot brand. Um, and you do that in such a fantastic way and certainly not traditional when you think of, I guess, you guys are not traditional in terms of accounting businesses I'm not going to use firm anyway so you do it in a bunch of different ways and one of those we'll start off with is Blackboard Fridays which is a video deliverable can you tell us how that works and and what it does for your business so Blackboard Fridays started when our um, director of strategic advisory Jacob came on board him and I sat down and thought how what um, strategy what tactics can we use for him to be able to communicate with his audience and let people know that strategies and coaching is a thing that we provide now Jacob Felt very comfortable in front of a camera. He has a performance background, so, so I thought, well, let's start to do video because video is such an important um, uh, marketing strategy within um, marketing these days. So uh, each week, every Friday, consistently, uh, five-minute Blackboard Fridays episode is released uh, in the morning. The people can sit down and have a coffee and watch it for five minutes and really start thinking about their business for at least five minutes a week. And that's really the idea of Blackboard Fridays. 
Jacob offers some value to get them to start thinking about the longer term vision of their business mm. instead of just focusing on working in the business for at least five minutes a week. So using leveraging Jacob's expertise um, and the fact that he's worked with uh, so many businesses around the world and then bringing that expertise to in front of the camera and a blackboard, uh, going through various strategies for various uh, different stages of the business life cycle. And then it caters for a whole different range of audiences there. It's definitely, I find those, I do watch them on Facebook. Is that the only place they're delivered? No, so Facebook is uh, obviously, well, I... Through your Facebook page? Yes, so, you know, you and I probably know now that Facebook is getting more daily minutes watched on video now than YouTube is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I always um, encourage the team to upload it natively to Facebook. Um, And then we also distribute it through Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, Instagram. Embedded on our website as well. So these these Blackboard Friday sessions, five minutes, and they're very meaty. I find for five minutes, like they for me, they're actually something that I finish watching, and then it gets me thinking. Mm-hmm. And um, and so if I can think of one that really particularly stood out for me, and that was that um, Jacob talking about every business has a potential to have a monthly recurring revenue model. So it's good for the client or the customer because they know their spend, projectory spend. Um, and for the business, it's great too because they know as well. So for planning, everybody wins um, and so that it can be applied to a whole bunch of businesses regardless of what, what type of business they are. And that really got me thinking. Um, I appreciate that as a, as, a, as a business model to start with, but I didn't think of it a, a, applicable to a whole range of things. So he really triggers that thought and I guess and for a business, then for me, if that was someone, if I was someone who really wanted to investigate, then that next step would be to go, okay, so tell me more about how this could work for me mm-hmm. and actually take that next step and have, what is the next step out of that Blackboard session? Is it a strategy session straight up with Jacob or? Yeah, well, the idea of Blackboard Fridays is to build an audience and then build trust within that audience, showing um, them that Jacob knows what he's talking about, yes. that he's very skilled in that area. And then, you know, with any form of content marketing, it's a slow burn. You know, yeah. It's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So over time, uh, businesses start to be generated from Blackboard Friday. So it really depends on um, the type of business, the business life cycle, uh, what topic that Jacob's talking about on any given week because it's it just it's different week to week yeah you know, so it's, it's never not the same topic that he's talking on each no time. that's right yeah. so it could be for startup could be for scale up yeah or for exit right yeah exactly so he's talking to all of those different yeah. levels so one of the topics not too long ago was uh how do you know when you should hire your first team member and that was actually a question asked by one of our viewers yeah um and you know that that would obviously cater for someone who who is looking to bring on their first team member. Yeah. Okay. And then there was another one that was um, uh, how to get more uh, momentum in meetings and that sort of stuff. So almost like a productivity hack, right. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It's all different kinds of topics. Yeah. Great. So I think that's interesting too that you're actually feeding future content based off what people are telling you. Yeah. So are you actually asking in those Blackboard Fridays what you want to know at the end? Is that sort of your tail out of those videos to say, tell me what you want to know? Yeah. Jacob always asks. If you've got anything you want to join the conversation, uh, go to this URL, which shows on the uh, on the video, or uh, when people actually sign up to Blackboard Fridays, we ask the question, what would you like to talk about? What is a problem in your business? And then we try to craft um, topics from those suggestions. Yeah, brilliant. So you actually get that expertise and that knowledge Yeah. if you, if you put your hand up. That's right. It gets quite difficult um, over time to keep coming up with fresh ideas. I mean, we still do it, but 
uh, it's just easier for the audience to tell us what they want to hear about. That's right. Yeah, it's like answering the frequently asked questions. Once you've expen- once you've been through those, then what's what's really your pressing That's issue right. right now? So, in terms of actually strategizing this to, to to leverage it, this is part of a plan. So, how long of how long is the strategy? So it's a slow burn, which all good market, good solid marketing that's going to drive engagement that's consistent does take. So is there a, is there a time frame involved? We're just going to keep going with it. Yeah. Um, you know it's valuable. The, that's right. Yeah, up until the point this time, maybe maybe Jacob can uh, offload it to one of his offsiders or something like that, and he's too busy to do it or shares the load with uh, certain people. Um, no, we're just going to keep going with it. I mean, we're up to episode number uh, forty now. Yeah, wow. And uh, we're going to keep going. Uh, we're doing another shoot next week uh, where we will break the 50 mark. And then after that, we'll get to 100 and then 200 and we'll just keep going until uh, until it doesn't work anymore. Actually, that's, that became one of your topics, didn't it? About how you batch the shoot. That yes? was actually our highest performing episode. <laughs> it was behind the scenes of Blackboard Fridays because we're all, we were always asked. How do you do Blackboard Fridays? How does Jacob find that? How do you guys find the time to shoot a new episode every Friday? Mm. Well, we don't. We shoot it in a batch, in a day. We shoot three months worth of content or two months worth of content, depending on how, how much we can get done, in one day. Yeah. Um, and we took people behind the scenes and told them that. We showed them how we did it, um, the things needed, uh, little tips that Jacob had as well. Um, and then... You know, people loved watching that episode just to see how we did it and to show that it's it's not that hard to do. Yeah, and I guess this is... So, so Blackboard Fridays can be a branding awareness activity for Jacob and as the business brand, but also um, it's, a, it's, I guess, preparing your market that either may be ready to take the step to engage your services at Business Depot or potentially are going to be clients down the line. So if they are in startup phase, they may not be able to afford your services or perceive that they can't afford your services but when the time is right you're going to be top of the heap that's right it's all about keeping that uh you know there's top of mind awareness but then there's an idea that the audience will trust us enough to give us that sort of friend of mind awareness that, exactly that, you know that level of trust that they would have in their friends as well yeah and and to be able to refer you right because i think when people have that trust too whether they are able to engage your services or not you're then that reference point. When people are having these conversations, it's like, okay, so Jacob over at Business Depot. And and then people talk about what is also a bit of an ecosystem because obviously Blackboard Fridays doesn't stand alone. It's part of um, a lot of other initiatives that you've got going on to educate the market, to to help them, um, regardless of whether they're clients of yours or not, but also to help um, help in the sales funnel to, to onboard people as well. So in addition to Blackboard Fridays are your live events, Depot X, Depot Next, Give us the rundown. So the events is a big part of our uh, marketing machine that we have here at Business Depot. How long ago did you start? Uh, so the events actually started before I started at Business Depot, uh, almost three years ago now. Um, John Knight, our managing director, decided to start doing um, a TEDx-style event. Hex, hence yes. Depot X sort of grew out of that uh, about oh, over three years ago now. So Depot X has been going for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and that was our first event that we started doing. When I came on board, it was already had a little bit of momentum. People knew that we were doing these, these great events because they were different. You know, they weren't just sit down, listen to one speaker, network and go home and have the doorway effect where you forget about everything that you just learned as soon as you walk out the door. Mm. We bring on three speakers. They have 15 minutes each to deliver as much value as they can. 
and then people obviously have the, have the opportunity to ask questions and that sort of stuff after. So it was a different event from the start, which really attracted a lot of uh, talkability mm-hmm. and really attracted um, new audience members moving forward. Is, is anyone in that in your space, in the accounting or in the business advisory or let's just say professional services mm-hmm. space, copying you in that space? Because they've got to be looking at you going, that's a really good idea. Look yeah. at what they're doing. They're building community, building awareness, well, doing I, a great job. I haven't seen, thank you though, um, <laughs> I haven't seen any other one, uh, anybody else in our space doing it um, you know, there may be some there. I just haven't come across. Maybe with not I'm, any I'm not sort of consistency. Sure. I have, however, seen a few other um, local businesses here in Brisbane who have been doing the three speakers uh, for fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. And that's been around for a while, I guess. But mm. but but in terms of like, I guess there's a there's a different style to it. I think is that you guys make it fun. So I think when you walk into because Depot X is the um, local, it's in the building. Yes. And Depot Next is in a very big venue, yeah. Brisbane Powerhouse, um, iconic venue that takes up the uh, the main auditorium there. So it's pretty special. So you've got all these other elements that's sort of adding to that. Yeah. There's this energy that I guess people don't expect from because there can plenty of panels. They've been around forever, mm. but you've got your you know your lawyers, your accountants having panels talking all the time. But it's fairly can be fairly bland, I'm going to say. Um, whereas you guys really make it quite a show. Yeah. It, it really is uh, entertaining. It's fun. It's not um, frivolous or anything, but it's it's very different. So there's a lot of crafting, I would have thought. Or is it or is it an extension of John Knight's personality? Well, <laughs> if it was an extension of John Knight's personality, um, there'll probably be even more fun, uh, I think. But no, it, it, look, it's... It definitely showcases, we want our events to showcase our personality and what we're all about. So if they were a bland, sort of dry event, just someone up there talking about numbers, then that's that's not, whilst it's maybe educational, where's the entertainment? Yeah. You, know, you need that fine, you need to find that middle ground between entertainment and education because that's when people walk away with something of value and they'll go, wow, I learned something awesome and damn, I had a good time. Mm. So they won't forget about what they learned because they had such a good time. So at Depot next event at Brisbane Powerhouse, it is that iconic sort of big venue that we we uh, we don't go into a theatre, um, although I am pushing to go into a theatre, but we... We don't go into a theatre for Depot Next. We have it out in the big open space, right? And it's a free event. Uh, we attract hundreds and hundreds of people to this event. And it's just to be able to give something to the entrepreneurial spirits out there by giving them access to, well, not access, just coming to sit down and listen to a story. So, mm-hmm. so, De- so Depot Next is all about just giving us, delivering a story to an audience. And the speakers that we have on, you know, they're, they're well known, you know. At the last Depot Next, we had the Queensland Chief Entrepreneur. Mm. He came and spoke about. It was what, fantastic. Yeah, he came and spoke about what entrepreneurship is really like and how he thinks uh, it is now in Australia. So he was very honest too. He was very honest. Mm. That's right, and that's what the audience loves. So much feedback has come back from that. People saying, "I can't believe that they experience the same problems that I'm experiencing now." Okay, so they're only human, or well, they're the same as me. So 
that gives them that extra drive and push to move forward and take their business to the next level. Actually, okay. I, when I think about that, there's there's one of your speakers whose name escapes me now. She's the one who had the sweat equity in quite a few businesses. But she was the woman, for some reason, that, that kept coming back to me. That's That hasn't left my mind. And so that doesn't always happen when you go to educational events. It doesn't always happen. So um, it's definitely the quality of the speakers that you're pulling together because um, they are high level. They're talking about where they are now, but where they got and the, I guess the obstacles and what overcame them as well. So, so when you're putting together something like um, an event, you're monetizing very, there's a big disparity between monetizing knowledge and these events because you're, they, A, there's a big capital outlay to run an event like this. Yeah. You've obviously got to coordinate it. There's the manpower and execution, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, catering, all the, everything. There's, there's so much to it. Um, so then how do you determine what's the balance between, okay, spend on what is giving to the community and, and being, uh, being a contributor and also going, okay, well, how can we, determine whether this is actually long-term good for us? I mean, is it purely for brand recognition and it, and it filters down? Is it tracked? Is there any way to, to measure it? Yeah, Depo Next is purely a brand event. Right. Um, so that's the biggest event. That's, that's the right. quarterly event yes. at the Powerhouse. Yeah, so that's why we keep that one a free event. We just want to attract as many people and give them a flavour of what Business Depot is like, show them how much fun we are, right? Then we have our other events. Um, we spoke about Depot X before, which is which is now a paid event. Yeah. Okay, and that's to kind of well, two things. There's one to sort of filter out all the people who just register for the event, and we have to close it off. So people who really wanted to go yeah, can't register. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the reasons why we introduced the charge. But it's also people who really want to be there, they will pay to come. That's right. right? And they want to learn from these speakers. So Depot X is all about the expertise, whereas Depot Next is all about the story. So the expertise at Depot X, we leverage our collective members mm -hmm. and their expertise. We don't pretend to be the experts on everything. Yeah. So they come in and deliver a 15 minute um, presentation on how to do X to get to where you want to be in your business. Yeah. And so you've crafted that too. So it is, it's more intimate. So in terms yeah. of being able to, for people who are in attendance can actually network, yeah. there's a value add there as well. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, uh, you know, if we're thinking about leading people on a journey from going from a brand branding event, a free event to Depo X, which is the paid event, Depo X is on site. So they get even more excited about um, seeing more of who we are mm. and get a flavor of who we are, right? So, and it gives us a chance to sort of network with those people as well. Yeah. And if the client's born out of that, fantastic. Uh, we bring existing clients in here as well. Um, give them the VIP treatment and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and then they get to talking to their referrals and more referrals start happening. So yeah. um, Depot X is definitely a more intimate event, um, probably a higher success rate in terms of new client work being generated generated out of those events. Mm. But that potentially is the funnel, right? You've got the, right. this sort of, I guess, this free opportunity at the top. You've got this high value, you know, free thing. Then you can then buy in for, the, I guess, the, the, the closer connection mm. and, and the, the higher value or the next step, I guess, like you said, unpacking the how-to stuff more. Mm. And then and then, um, and then then if people choose to, to take the next step with you, then they do. That's Makes exactly sense. how I describe it with everybody who asks me about it, is that it is a funnel approach, really. You've got Depo, X, Depo Next, sorry at the top yeah. and then you've got Tepo X sort of middle of funnel and then we've got workshops and that sort of stuff that's um, on the back end of that and then obviously our advocacy programs as well. 
advocacy programs. Yeah, where we have uh, current clients coming in for workshops and that sort of stuff, uh, and we sort of keep them delighted moving forward. So then they keep talking about us to their friends and we keep them happy. Do you structure that as part of their um, plan or are they sort of value optimizers? Are they more of like an add-on or how do you structure that? I sort of, I determine that um, as a a part of the marketing plan, yeah, Yeah. um, that, you know, you've got the four stages, if I'm I'm talking about inbound marketing, that's what I specialize in, attract, uh, convert, uh, close and then delight. So once they're delighted, they're a customer. Beautiful. Um, and there's different strategies and tactics that we do in that. One of them is our free events. They can always come along to that. As I said, we give them the VIP treatment at a Depot X event. We've got workshops out of that to our existing clients. Uh, and then there's other things like Blackboard Fridays and that sort of stuff that they can continue to watch. And that gives them extra value to their, extra value. their business as well. And whilst they're already a client, well, they're going to probably be more engaged than somebody who is not a client. Yeah. And so for the business, you're putting forward different faces at different events. Is that how it works? Is Because you want to draw awareness to all of your offerings. Because more recently, you brought in a legal arm to the business. And so you want everyone to know about Cameron. Um, so is that is that all strategic then about when you bring people in and, and educate people on who they are and what they do? Yeah, when those milestones happen, like when we launched Business Depot Legal back in April, we announced that at our big event at Depot Next, right? And yeah. uh, that's 300 people who now have seen Cameron's face. That's right. Uh, the idea moving forward uh, that you'll probably see popping up soon is different events for those different um, arms of the business. So we will next Hold year on. we will probably have some legal events happening, but there could be some crossover there with um, other areas of the business. So the legal guys could do one with superannuation. Yeah. And they could be illegal and super around estate planning or something like that. Uh, And then Jacob, uh, from a strategy point of view, could do one with John, our managing director, around real estate. And John could talk about financial advisory and Jacob could talk about strategic advisory. Yes, yeah. So being able to find that um, collaborative approach between the team internally and then showing that we have different areas of expertise mm. from each individual team member. Yeah, beautiful. Very elegant. I like it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I like the idea of being a, yeah, being able to run different events. So clearly events, yeah. as, as um, tricky as they can be to organise and to run and to coordinate and all that sort of stuff, um, are a big part of your strategy. Yeah. Events, they are very, very tricky to organise, especially some of the one, like the big ones that we do. Um, but again, it just comes down to, if you want to attract the right audience, it just comes down to uh, putting some thought into your speakers yes. and making sure that the message is resonating with those that you want to attract. Yeah, asking for yeah. feedback and, and, yeah. and I guess, um, and doing it consistently. I think a lot of people, when they do start these things, they don't either have a plan a, a plan, and they're not prepared to pivot yeah. if, they, if they do have one, and then it's that consistency. 100%. As with any marketing activity these days, if it's not consistent, um, people are going to forget about you. Yeah. you know, you're not going to be engaging and re-engaging those that um, haven't been engaged with you. You know, it's, uh, can't expect the quick wins. That's right. It's a slow burn. Um, you know, you may get your first client out of your first event. You may not. You know, you just have to, as you said, map out your calendar of events and just keep at it and not waver. Yeah, yeah. So the another thing that you guys do really well, and I haven't been privy to though, is your real estate breakfasts. So they're a different type of event. Um, <laughs> yes. 
So tell us a little bit about that and, and how that works for, for Business Depot. So that caters for another audience altogether again. Um, again, they've been going since I, before I started here at Business Depot. So this is John again uh, wanting to do an event for real estate. And so far it's worked, so we just kept doing it. Uh, we bring in two real estate professionals. We do about three of these breakfasts a year. Uh, we put on some brekkie for them. Again, it's free. Um, we put on you know, a nice spread for them, some coffee, they can network, uh, we get our real estate team here. So part of Business Depot, we've got a real estate team that specializes in that industry. So they come out into the event space and network and talk. And So what do they do though for your, for your real estate arm? What do they do? Are they strategy? Are they, what are they? So you've got Jacob who specializes in strategy. Uh, he also has a, has a background in real estate. John as well has very large network in real estate and uh, really likes to play in that real estate space from a strategy and financial uh, strategy point of view. And then you've got some of the other guys like that can offer tax advice and um, yeah, things like bookkeeping. And so you sort of umbrella, you sort of cover yeah. all these different angles essentially. Yeah. yeah. So why do a bunch of real estate agents want to sit in a room of other real estate agents? Is it fear out of missing out on the content that the others are getting or? Yeah, I think it's. Or, again, or, is, or is there value in them networking? Oh, I would have thought it was fairly cutthroat. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure it is cutthroat. Um, you know, I've heard stories, but uh, again, it depends on the, the message. Uh, we attract them to our raise the bar breakfasts because of the theme that we have at that time. It's not just come and network and listen to someone talk about property management or something like that. We always theme our breakfasts. For example, this year it was the great rivalries of real estate. So already that sounds pretty interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Intriguing, and then we, yeah. That's right. So then we have three breakfasts and we have three different um, sort of themes within a theme, if you will. We've got the great rivalries, great rivalries of real estate. The first breakfast is around, um, I think it was uh, selling versus non-selling principles. Right. Okay, so that's one breakfast. So you've got two, one person from one end and another person from the other end, and they're the two speakers that we bring in. We have a bit of a, a panel discussion or a debate. If, if a debate happens, I'm not sure what it does. Yeah. But um, so it, it depends on the message that's attracting the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. And so you do three breakfasts a year. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, so I guess that's interesting too. So you've got your quarterly Depot Next, your big free events. You've got your Depot Next events. How often are those? Every couple of months? The Depot X ones. The Depot X, sorry. Yeah. The uh, ones. So they're, if we do three Depot Nexts, we'll yep. do three Depot Xs. Right, I see. Yep. And then you've got three three of your breakfasts yep. in there spread and across the just, calendar year. That, they're just some of the events. There's all these micro events that we're doing. So... Um, our events team is stretched pretty thin. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. Yeah. And look, I think what you're doing is you're, you're value adding like no other. So when you're actually getting that in-person contact, you're, you're, you're building that trust so much more. So I guess, you know, at the, at those big events or, you know, say through podcasting or through, um, or through, um, Blackboard Fridays, it's at a distance and you're eventually bringing people not only building up the touch points but you're physically bringing them closer to you in that you eventually get to meet in person and connect and what I know these guys do really well is they actually are very attentive to what it is you do and um, and are very good at recalling all of that information and making good connections so that's a skill as well that's highly valuable um, for you as business people um, so in terms of developing that do you have any tips around how you can effectively do that because that's an important component you can create events you can create this content 
but um, really developing those meaningful relationships. Um, do you have any tips or do you have any strategies around pe- how people can do that really meaningfully? Make sure that the, the board, the managers, whoever is in your team is at those events. Because um, at the end of the day, people do business with people, yeah. right? So having the people in the business along to those events and those different touch points, um, they can talk to the clients, the existing potential clients. Um, they can get an idea of who they are as a person. Um, and then it really comes down to, are they the trusted advisor? Because that's who we like to be a business that the trusted advisor. So if they are talking to that person and they get a feel for that person, who they are, what their motivations are, what their goals are, how they can help you and your business, then obviously that relationship has already started. Mm. Um, and then I always encourage the team to keep that momentum with talking to people that you've already spoken to, connect with them on LinkedIn, send them an email, invite them to another event if it's relevant to them. But you need to get to know a little bit more about them at the start. So ask the right questions, ask them about their event, what keeps them up at night, uh, sorry, ask them about their business and what keeps them up at night. So then you have an idea before you connect with them after the event. Yeah. Fantastic. So are you, are you writing this stuff down? Because when you're meeting so many people like you guys are, then how do you, how do you keep track of it? Do you document things or is it literally up to brain capacity to remember all this stuff? So we capture all of our um, contacts in yep. our database um, and then we segment them accordingly. With the guys internally, uh, it's really at their discretion who they Follow up, with to follow up with or yeah, not. Um, sure. I encourage them to follow up with as many people as possible because yeah. that's how we get the most value and that's how um, I look good yeah. <laughs> from a marketing perspective. <laughs> so um, CRM is important then? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of the most important tools that we have at the moment is our CRM. And um, one of the most important assets is our database. Yeah. So making sure that that's up to date and that's healthy and it's segmented right, that people can access the right lists as to, you know, these, these people came to this event, you can view who they are um, in this list in our CRM. They can go in and have a look and make a call, send an email, add a note, set a reminder to follow up in three months. Yeah. Um, if there's an opportunity that's come out of an event, then create that opportunity with the CRM, it's all tracked. Yeah. So um, definitely the CRM is one of the most effective tools that we've got at the moment. Yeah, fantastic. So it's important while you can do all of these things, it's one thing to actually do the, the big effort that is the event and the, 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 the content that you're putting out there and yeah. it's another to actually have the follow-up process to to either just to keep those touch points going and engage, I guess, interest in what their needs are and whether they're, they're readiness to yeah. engage or not. Yeah, and I do understand you know, after an event, the next day, people have got work to do. Um, it's 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 not easy. If you don't have that business development mindset, you're not really going to follow up. Um, but that's just where me as a marketer, um, you know, I'm not a salesperson at all, but me as a marketer, I always encourage the guys to follow up the very next day, sending constant reminders, just making sure that does anyone need a hand with anything, I'm happy to help. Um, but it's just trying to get into that mindset of a business, you know, someone who's doing a little bit of sales and business development, um, trying to not fall back into routine the very next day. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's important, isn't it? Being able to just keep those touch points. And you guys do that very well through your autoresponders, like post-event and things like that, asking for feedback and, mm-hmm. and uh, all that sort of stuff, which is really well done, nicely organised and 
well set up so good on you so now if people want to find out uh, a little bit more about business depot follow them on social or find them online where can we do that so you can find us on uh, facebook linkedin and twitter um, those are our main social media platforms or you can go to businessdepot.com.au and check us out there we've got plenty of content you can see blackboard fridays and all of our yeah. events there as well um, and and a little bit more about our services and who we help Actually, just really quickly, Blackboard Fridays, I've seen it on Facebook, but it also goes out to your list as well. That's right. Who does it go out to? So we have a Blackboard Fridays um, database that people can subscribe to, and then it gets delivered into their inbox at 8 a.m. every single Friday morning. Okay. I must have opted in for that at some point. It's not for the master list? No, it's not for the master list because we want people who sign up for Blackboard Fridays, they want to receive it. Yeah. We don't just want to go sending it. You know, I always say that don't just go sending an email for the sake of sending it. You need to have a segmented list and people want to... They re- have to opt in. They have to opt in, but they yeah. want to receive that. Yeah. You know, they just think they want to receive it. They want to receive that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you think about all the other avenues they could be getting correspondence from if they were on multiple lists within a business, especially as diverse of offering as yours, then you don't want to be bombarding. So, yeah, that's, that's right. important. Plus, I want to capture their email address as well so we can continue that conversation. Yes, after. absolutely. <laughs> that's just clever. Now, Tyson, you've got a podcast yourself. It's called the Marketing Crunch Podcast. If people want to learn about all things marketing from you, where can they find you? So you can check it out on iTunes or Stitcher, uh, or you can go to marketingcrunchpodcast.com.au. Fantastic. And any LinkedIn for you, Tice Cobb, is it? That's right. You can get me on LinkedIn, Tice Cobb, or Twitter. You can uh, tweet me at, at Tice Cobb. Fantastic. Thanks for joining me today. It's really good to chat with you here in the Business Depot offices. Yes, thanks for having me, Mark. This episode has been brought to you by Loyalist.com. Your business can't solely rely on its reputation, particularly when prospective clients perceive you and your competitors to have equal levels of expertise. The experience economy is well and truly upon us, making client perception the absolute differentiator. I want you to join me for a webinar. It's called Convert, and it's about the seven-step method that you can use to motivate prospects to choose you over your competition. This method ensures your prospects know, understand, and trust that you are the best people for them. So head on over for more information to loyalist.com forward slash webinar. That's loyalist with an E-S-T at the end, loyalist.com forward slash webinar. <laughs>